0: If you feel that life is just giving you more than you can handle, please realize that you are not alone. Welcome to Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out with your hosts, the founders of Abba Daddy House, Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We're here to listen and provide help for you and others. At last, you have a place to speak out and be heard. Now, here are your hosts, Annette and Myrna.
1: Good Friday. Well, right here... Of Facebook friends, you can see sitting next to me is no one, <laughs> but sitting next to the no one is William. He's back with us today, and we Hello, appreciate guys. William coming in today. But we have, um, we are inviting you all if you saw the media on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn that you are invited to a royal birthday party. And our other, our other invitation person will be coming in shortly, I'm sure, or longly. We'll just see. You. What happens? We have complete with a birthday cake and a happy birthday background. If you're on Facebook, you can see that. So we want to thank Grangeville Christian Church for their support of their internet usage, and we also want to say that what is said on the radio program today is not necessarily the beliefs or opinion of Grangeville Christian Church, and um, and I'm not going to put a disclaimer in for us because I think basically what we're going to say today comes straight out of the out of the good book. And um, out of the truth. So we have numbers, believe it or not. And it's amazing. I went through them last night. And wow, Richardson, Texas, of course, you're number one on live. You're number one on demand, too. But let's talk about live first. You doubled your numbers from last month. It's, I couldn't believe it. And you are 54% of our listeners. So, Woohoo, Richardson, Texas. How close did you live to Richardson? I don't know exactly where that's at. I think it's around Dallas, but I'm not okay. sure. Okay. So I
2: was about 180 miles
1: west, west of Dallas. Okay.
2: I was closer. The closest town would be Wichita Falls, which oh, okay. the big town. So. All righty.
1: So Richardson, Texas. Woohoo. Or what do you say in Texas, William? Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, and um, we actually have a three-way tie for second. I'm going to mention Oklahoma City and Charlottesville, Virginia, but I want to say New York City. You moved up from 17th place to second, so that is totally amazing. So, a three-way tie for second, New York City, Oklahoma City, and Charlottesville. We have a two-way tie for third. Phoenix, Arizona, you have been so faithful all of these years all of these episodes and we appreciate you and Redmond, Washington. You are tying in there with Phoenix and you guys are so faithful and we appreciate that. We also want to mention that, um, worldwide, we have a live, we have live listeners in Langtai, China. Thank you for being faithful also. So thank you. Um, live listeners. Now, when we go to on demand, again, we recognize Richardson, Texas, and you guys increased 735 listeners from, let me see, from October to November. Mm. That's a lot of listeners. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's... Again, that's 50, for, excuse me, 40% of our on-demand listeners. Did you
2: know that the town that I grew up in only had 500 people in it?
1: So wow. That's more people more.
2: than the, that was in my town.
1: Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> you know, the, well, the little town I grew up in Kansas had about five or 600 people. in Yeah,
2: see, that's, uh, that's a town worth of people.
1: That is. Way to go, Richardson! Yeah. Remaining in second, Mountain View, you've done it again. But you had an increase of 234 listeners. That's a lot. Redmond, Virginia. Yep, yeah, you're not only tied. You're not only the third in live, but you're also third place in demand on demand. And you have moved, but you moved from sixth to third place. And you had an increase of 222 listeners. So. Way to go, and Maple Valley for um, Washington. You had no listeners last month, and you you moved up. You, well, you moved up. You just appeared to um, to fourth place this month. Okay, so thank you so much. That's our that's our United States people. So again, Richardson, thank you so much. Seven hundred thirty-four increase of listeners now on demand worldwide. You know, Dublin, you have been. Um, losing your first place position for quite a while for several months, but you got in there and you returned to first place. So thank you, Dublin. You're up there. Staying at second is Moscow, Russia.
2: Not hmm. to be confused with Moscow, Idaho.
1: Not to be confused with Moscow, Idaho. Okay. Right. Because right. mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have to hesitate and say, which one did I say right or
3: wrong? Yeah.
1: And, And we recognize that Lang Chai China has a lot have live listeners. But we also want to recognize that they are in third place for on demand worldwide. And we had um, a new listener. If it is fourth place and believe me or not, that's Mexico City, Mexico. So welcome, new listeners from Mexico City. And I just kind of went through the stats too, and other listeners who weren't in in, um, October stats is yokohama japan and cairo egypt hmm. so that's pretty neat i think that they just reached out that far
2: and it's amazing technology it, is just such a blessing it is it to be able to reach out there's people that are hearing the word and the gospel for the mm-hmm. first time because of stuff like that
1: so. it is and so again we just want to say thank you listeners and thank you for supporting us and um i don't know it just kind of makes it worth all of the all of the work and everything else that goes on to behind the scenes because we don't just show up and do a show. Um, in fact, this morning, I was up trying to finish everything up <laughs> because I didn't want to. I wanted to sleep last night just a little bit. Right. Right. That's necessary. So what we're, what our show's about today is, as believers in Jesus Christ, Christmas is a time of year that we celebrate the birth of Christ.
2: hmm The reason for the season.
1: It is the reason for the season. So, William, William doesn't know I'm going to ask him this question.
2: Oh goodness!
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, and I wouldn't know unless I looked it up. Okay. So, how old would Jesus be if he were still alive today?
2: About 2050, maybe somewhere. See, 33 years old. 33, 2019. About 2050, 2052, somewhere in there.
1: Are you serious? what it's 2052
2: well 33 years and then 2019 there you go roughly because jesus ministry and how long he was yeah okay
1: okay so it is approximately 2052
2: that may be the only one i know today
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's a suggestion on our calendar you know it's not always accurate but that's what what they say yeah if i had a gold star i'd give it to you
2: oh well thank you
1: you're welcome does that I guess listeners should be giving an extra piece of birthday cake. Cause like I said, we do have a birthday cake here.
2: Oh, and everybody knows I just need more birthday cake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's give you a, another cut or something. I don't know. Okay. All right. So now how about this one? Uh, oh, he says, okay. Is December 25th Jesus' birthday?
2: It's, it's just a close. We don't know. We don't That's know. Right. There, there is you no go. answer. There is so.
1: no answer yet. Hmm. Right. So, why do people say that then there's some people that believe that
2: yes and depending on the calendars and the way that they did things back in the jesus's time they did it by the way the kings rule Mm -hmm. and so there's different time frames and different ways and you can spend a lot of time and there's a whole whole lot more smarter people out there than i am that have put that together Mm -hmm. that try to come up with a a close uh guess i guess Mm -hmm. if you will of when Jesus's birthday would be. But uh, I don't know exactly why the 25th was picked, but truly it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter what day it is. We're celebrating the birth of our Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is important. That's the important part of
1: it. That's very important. And I really believe that if God wanted us to know, he'd let us know.
2: Yes, I say that all the time when people read something in scripture and they say, well, why doesn't it say this? Or why doesn't it say that? If God intended us to exactly know word for word, what he meant at that time, it would be in there
1: because look at, okay. So if we look at the, at the birth of Jesus Mm -hmm. um, and especially in the gospel of Luke. And so listeners, if I would suggest that got the gospel of Luke, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's in the new Testament. And that probably has look in chapter two, probably the um, most detailed, um, um, story, excuse me for stumbling story of Jesus's birth and God felt it very important that very specific details about that event are recorded there, such as what, what Jesus was wearing. And that was what swaddling clothes. Mm. Okay. And I think that's so neat. Cause when my, what, well, not so much my daughters, but had my grandbabies, um, when I would tighten when they were first born and I was would tighten them up in the little blanket mm-hmm. and they would feel so much safer and they would calm down and you know as you tighten those those blankets around them. I think of what Christ, what Mary did for Christ. And you, you know,
2: you know, one of the things I really liked about that is you you think that Jesus was born and he was put in a major, you Mm -hmm. know, and he has, and he's around farm animals, guys. Mm -hmm. This is like, if you're in the farm world, if you go out to a barn right now and you're, and you have a newborn baby and you put it in some hay right there and our savior was born. And that's where it was placed at showing that you can come as you are. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be anybody. It's not money. It's not special. It's not what kind of clothing you're wearing. Anybody. That's what Mm -hmm. I think it's very important for people to see that in the, in the story in Luke and you're right. But I have a question for you. Oh, no. Did you know that you and Luke have something kind of similar? I know Luke
1: is a, was a doctor.
2: Yes, doctor. <laughs> so I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, yes, Dr. Luke.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep.
2: That's my trivia question. I did, she didn't tell me to write down <laughs> questions, you guys. So I feel like I'm on the spot here. So what do you got?
1: <laughs> uh, not, nothing yet, right? But I, it'll come up. All right. So, so that's what I think is if, if God wanted us to know the exact date, if that was mm-hmm. important for us to know, then God would have put it in there by the Holy Spirit. Amen. But the details is what's important, like what William was saying, the swaddling clothes in a manger, the people that came to visit him. And, um, but it shows, like what you said, the character of Jesus Christ, his meekness and his lowliness, that even though he's the king, he didn't come as a king. All right. And that's what everybody expected.
2: And then, so I always look at it. This is just a side note is, you know, this was prophesied 700 years before right. this, you know, and it, approximately 700 years before Jesus's birth. And you have mm-hmm. to know that people back then, they didn't have Bibles laying around like we do, and they didn't have access to the internet. So people back then, they memorized the first books of the Bible. So I always think that there had to be the people that are sitting in the background elbow and saying, see, it's happening. Mm-hmm. See, look there, you know? So as the prophecies are being fulfilled, that they're sitting back there and just seeing that and seeing that this that are, that are coming true.
1: Okay. So let's, okay. So let's tie that in to um, what's happening today in our world. This is a little bit off of Christmas, but he mentioned mm-hmm. prophecies. Okay. It's your fault. Uh So there are prophecies coming true today. Mm. right? About mm. his second coming. I'm not going to ask you which ones are anything. So don't worry okay, about that. Okay. Um, But so do we sit back and do the same thing? See, these prophecies are coming through or true? Or are we just saying, oh, that's just how the world is?
2: No, we should look at it the way that God intended us to look at the world. He gave us the Bible, the scripture, the word for us to follow and to be able to see this and to do his will, mm-hmm. you know, so that's how we should be living on Should we just kick back and watch this happen? Not per se. God didn't want that for us. God wanted us to be out there to make disciples of nations. So, yes, we should be recognizing when things are happening, but we also shouldn't be trying to put our own twist on it because okay. it's not. we're on God's time, not our time. That's
1: right. That's right. Because I know there's a lot of things going on in Jerusalem mm-hmm. and the the temple and yes. and all of that. So things are lining up. Yes. So yes. things are lining up. So people, um, this this Jesus Christ that we're talking about and celebrating his birth, he is coming again. He is. Soon.
2: Yes. Soon he is coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be a great day.
1: It will, if, it, if you're ready for it.
2: Yeah. If you're not ready for it, you better start getting ready for
1: you it. You better start getting ready <laughs> for it. All right. So. We're going to move on. So it's pretty well settled that we don't know when he was born, but he should be around 2,052 years old. I'm telling you, what. I'm going to get you a gold star. <laughs> and um, and it's important that he was born where he was born because that's what, where God chose him to be born. All right. So well, how about this one? All right. So should Christians celebrate Christmas? Should and,
2: celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm, the birth what, of Jesus? Okay, mm-hmm. good.
1: Or if so, how should a Christian celebrate Christmas? Because some people believe that it's just um, it's totally distorted, it's totally nothing but for materialism. You know, make a fast buck, and it's tinsel and, and decorations and giving and wild parties, and the glitter and the festivities and santa and manger scenes. And it just, you know, it can make or or break a business.
2: It can And so I can give it to you in a a short, quick answer. Yes, I do believe that uh, people should celebrate, but it's a matter of the heart. What are you celebrating Mm -hmm. in this? This is a time that uh, our Christ was born and what he has done for us and his sacrifice for our sins. So we'll be forgiven. So when we're celebrating that and truly doing that, then yes, by all means, it's time for family to get together. It's time for fellowship. It's time for some good food, you know, but if you're the type of person that you're just putting up the tree and you're just getting the materialistic stuff and you don't have that, then I think you need to sit back and, and maybe read a little bit of the scripture or talk to somebody or reach out and see what the true meaning, where did it come from? And why are we doing this?
1: Okay, Cause we're going to, we're going to come back to that several times because of what, what um, society has, has put into Christmas and in its meaning. And so what you're saying is we su- we shouldn't play Scrooge and say Bah humbug. Absolutely. Okay. What about and uh, um, and we'll be discussing this later. But for everybody, listeners, food for thought. What about the certain traditions of of Christmas about the eulog, the decorated tree, mistletoe? They each have their roots in pagan festivals, and we'll get to that. Okay. okay? Should we assert that to celebrate Christmas is to promote paganism and materialism? Therefore, it's just not that the biblical thing to do. And we will be talking about all of that, about commercialized, materialistic, the pagan stuff, and um, what's a Christian to do. Sounds like almost like last week's show.
2: Yeah, and you know, Paul always says... By no means in certain things. And I'm going to use mm-hmm. that in just a little bit.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know what? I think we might have somebody coming in the door here. And, oh, Oh. you know what? We're going to go to break okay. and we're going to let our and we're to, When we come back from break, we'll have three of us sitting here. Oh, okay. oh goodness. So let's go mm-hmm. to break.
2: All right, thank you guys.
4: it's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God and feeling that life is hopeless, should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Abba Daddy House, Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap, We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbadaddyHouse.org.
4: self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot
0: topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to House 7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette.
1: What perfect, perfect timing. We went on break, and when we come back, we have Another person,
3: yeah. I appeared from nowhere. I appeared from a star in the sky. You did, yeah. Was it a falling star? Uh, no, I'm one of the three wise men. <laughs> you're you're one of the three wise men, yeah. Wise men turned into a woman, <laughs> wise woman.
1: Maybe it's one of their wives, <laughs> I just followed them along, wondering where they were going, huh? Oh,
3: yeah. Hey, you know what? S- uh, Santa Claus said to his wife when she woke up when he woke up in the morning. What did he say, honey, it's gonna rain, dear? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I found a good one for uh, for women. It says, you know, God created the earth, then uh-huh. he rested. God created man, then he rested. God created woman, and no one's rested since.
3: That's because we're smart and we keep one step ahead.
2: <laughs> That's just one of the ones I found for you.
3: And I had the answer for you. Yeah. <laughs> women are always one step ahead of the men.
2: That's what I say when I'm speaking... To a large group with ladies. I always say, guy created man. Then he said, well, I could do one better and created a woman. <laughs> yeah. I say, minister to
1: the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about if Christians should celebrate Christmas or if so, how? And about all the materialism and the, the mistletoe and the yule logs and decorated trees and the paganism and all of that.
3: Well, I think that Christians should celebrate christmas but depends on what's in their heart when they're celebrating and that's it.
1: what william said mm-hmm. we're
3: always together on things so, aren't we know,
1: it just happens to be how that. is it that, that that the birth of christ has been distorted mocked or repre- misrepresented how is it you guys know of any have how the the birth of christ has been distorted or mocked i couldn't think of a i i read that and i'm think i couldn't think of an example that's been mocked
3: where the Birth of Christ has been uh-huh. distorted or mocked. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, when when people dis- say he's not real, well, he's being true. distorted.
2: Well, let me tell you a, a fun fact is that, you know, when people try to disprove scripture and disprove the Bible and the word, uh-huh. the one thing they can't is Jesus. And if you actually look in history and you a stack, the piles of paper up uh, the history about columbus or somebody like that you'll get a stack of papers about six or seven feet if you stack up all the evidence about christ his life and the miracles that he performed while he was on earth you'd be up 10 stories high with paper wow just to give you kind of a visual effect that we actually have more evidence and more proof that jesus was real and and was born than we have of Christo- uh, christopher columbus so that's just wow. a fun fact that i did one day when i was doing some research
1: yeah, yeah. okay because the, the meaning of christmas is the spirit of giving because god gave what
3: jesus, jesus his, only begotten, his son. only begotten
1: son his mm-hmm. one and only son so that we might have the forgiveness of sin and eternal life and that's the spirit of giving and that's what i think that's what's important to emphasize
3: and but see people take the spirit of giving way too far how because it has to be bigger and better all the time, mm-hmm. bigger and better, bigger and better. And if you don't got a big Christmas gift, they get mad. And That's that not the spirit anyway. of giving. Yeah. The spirit of giving is more like that. I enjoy you so much that even if I give you a little gift, it's the fact that I love you. I give you my love. That's a better gift than anything I that's can right. give you. But people are material materialistic mm-hmm. and they want something bigger and better all the time. You know, okay. if you didn't buy me a diamond, then you really don't love me.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: When I make you a gift, isn't that better than a diamond?
1: It is. To and me. people
3: don't think so, yeah. you know. That, and that's sad because when they when they're so onto material stuff instead of on the love of a family. Mm-hmm. You and know,
1: I, you know, and when you said that as a child, I don't even I don't, I know, I'm sorry, mom, Um, but I don't really remember what my favorite, what, I don't remember what my presents were, but I remember going to grandma and grandpa's and, Mm -hmm. and, and doing the the Christmas Eve dinner at grandma and grandpa Brozick's, you know, with the fish and the shrimp and the, the adults ate and grandma served, grandma and mom served the adults and the children sat at tables in the, in the front room, and and we were quiet as we ate. I remember that stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember Grandma's Christmas bread. Um,
3: and the only thing I remember of Christmas when I was younger is these light bulbs that had bubbles that go oh, yeah. up in and They were like For a Christmas candle light bulb mm-hmm. and stringing popcorn. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember of Christmas.
1: William, what about you?
3: Well, I remember.
2: A lot of different Christmases, but I do. I remember the the time together, Mm -hmm. you know, the family. We get together. We did the same thing. Our grandmother would cook, and the kids would sit off on the side at a kid's table, Mm -hmm. and then the grown-ups would sit at the big table, so kind of similar to what you had there. But yep, I remember, and now being a father, I can remember the memories are just that much more though. Mm -hmm. Now I can remember every different Christmas and the different things that we've done with destiny. As far as we used to make together oats, her and I would make some oats together to spread out for the reindeer. Mm -hmm. And then I would Mm -hmm. shut the door at 3 a.m. because I knew she'd wake up about 3:20 to check under the tree, and so and see cookies half eaten mm-hmm. and the milk glass half down, so she could come out and see that Santa had arrived. You know, we we've had some good times at the house. You know, so we that's and it amazing God gives us the ability to remember. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And
1: what just popped in my head was at Grandma and Grandpa Brozik's, um, as many as who could come back always went to ground, went there and grandpa would hand out crisp 2 dollar bills. Mm. Brand new 2 dollar bills. And I have kept those two as many as I can remember, those 2 dollar bills.
3: Mm-hmm. You okay. gave me yeah, one but somebody stole it from me. Yeah,
1: they did. So that's what it's about. That's that's the you See none of us said presents, mm-hmm. you know. It was the family stuff.
2: And last night my wife, she has a group here that just started in town. It's called Beautiful Believers. And last night she had the first one and she was worried about how many ladies would show up. And I was sitting in here in the office right here preparing for Sunday when I poked my head out there. And there was 26, 26 people came and That's what they, sh- they came to do is the fellowship. It's about that time about, you know, being able to share. And it was just a beautiful sight to see the ladies of the community getting together, you know. So that's what the season's about. You and know? guess
1: what he wore? The wig,
2: oh, I did. I wore the pink the wig pink so whip. I could, <laughs> so I could go out there and be part of it. So I'm sure somewhere circling around there you'll see some sort of pictures that way. I popped out because it was no men allowed, so that's the only way I could get out to see if I could get any goodies. It still didn't work very well, <laughs> <laughs> but I tried.
1: Yeah, so the pink wi- wig that went on the deer that was, you know, yeah, the pastors.
3: Um, no, that's gonna be a, yeah. uh, probably a what do you call him? A mascot of the church.
1: Right. <laughs> all right. He wants to tell us another joke.
2: Here, I have a good one for you guys. How do you get to heaven? A teacher asked the children in her Sunday school class, if I sold my house and my car and had a big garage sale and gave all my money to the church, would I get to heaven? You know, we talking about materialistic, right? And the kids said, no. The children all answered, if I cleaned the church every day, mowed the yard, and kept everything neat and tidy, would I get into heaven? Again, they all yelled, no. Well, she continues. And then, then how can I get into heaven? And in the back of the room, a small little voice from a five-year-old boy shouted out, you got to be dead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, I got some good ones and some funny and cheesy ones for you guys. So, And I wrote some down because, you know, Pastor Dave, he always asked people to give jokes yeah. at main events. So I got some that way I could get the whomp. all
1: right does scripture authorize that we celebrate jesus's um, birth does it say celebrate christmas celebrate jesus's birth have a birthday party for jesus does the scripture say that Mm -mm. you're right it it
2: does not say that it talks about his birth and Mm -hmm. and talks about what's important about his birth and what jesus came to do Mm -hmm. but actually a lot of jesus's childhood is not in the scripture Mm -hmm. we just get little small glimpses but I don't know.
1: But does the, does the scripture tell us that we have to have um, hymnals? No. Okay. Does the scripture say that we have to have um, church pews?
2: No, because we're the church.
1: Mm-hmm. Does it say that we have to have... You can key in
2: here. She's been hounding me with questions since we got here. She started <laughs> off with math, too, by
3: the way, just to she, let you and know. And he
1: got it, though. He guessed what the approximate date of Jesus should be.
3: He got it. A- Do you think he's intelligent or do you think he's been reading a lot?
1: <laughs> I think both.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think I just get lucky. <laughs> oh, no, there's, no such, there's no such thing as luck. What left.
2: about
1: the use of um, overheads or computers? None no, of that's in the Bible. None right? of that's in the Bible. So um, I guess we'd have to not do that if we're not going to celebrate his birthday.
2: No, but I can tell you that you could take every bit of scripture and apply it to today. Like in Romans chapter 12, the first two verses mm-hmm. talking about not being conformed to this world, but mm-hmm. be transformed. So all those computers and cell phones and cars and all that type of good stuff, you can apply that to whatever may be going on. But
3: And when the Bible says be transformed, how do we transform ourselves? Anybody can answer that. By the renewing time.
1: of our mind. <laughs>
3: How do we renew our minds?
1: By reading the scriptures, by, by By changing our our thoughts thoughts captive, Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: by praying, by fellowshipping with others. Yeah. By, um, yeah, the fellowship thing. And by faith. And by faith. Mm -hmm.
3: I think we talked to a client the other day about this.
1: Yeah, we Mm -hmm. did. One or two (laughs) or three. (laughs) One
2: in particular. I love (laughs) what you guys do. Hi. That's so amazing. Huh. I love what you guys do. That's so amazing.
1: So, the Bible does not forbid us to as believers to celebrate Christ's birth. Right. How no. okay, cuz if you look in this, I'm sorry.
3: I was going to ask why do we celebrate Christ's birth?
1: Because it's a big thing for us.
3: Cuz there's Christmas presents, why else? <laughs> and because <laughs> if you celebrate Christ's birth, you can also spread the word.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a great thing to it do. Is a- it is a good,
1: um, what do I want to say, marketing,
3: it's you a know, good witnessing tool. But you know, Jesus
2: does say it'll be easier for a camel to pass through a needle's eye than a rich man to get into heaven. So That's you right. talk about materialistic and, and items and such of that. It does address that stuff. So it don't say that we can't celebrate and have fun and have fellowship with our family. And it don't say that we can't give gifts
3: back and forth. It's all in the way that you do that, mm-hmm. you know. So, but well, And I think the celebrating of Christ's birth doesn't mean giving gifts. It means like we do at church, we come to church and we sing songs and we celebrate the fact that God was born to save our lives. Mm -hmm. That's celebrating Christ's birth, giving gifts isn't celebrating Christ's birth. That's celebrating us. Mm -hmm.
1: The thing is, they celebrated Christ's birth on the, what did the angels do
3: on that night? They sang
1: songs. Right. Glory Mm -hmm. to God in the highest, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. What else? Who else did it? The
3: shepherds. What'd they do? They went and gave God gifts.
1: Not that the shepherds didn't bring him gifts,
3: did they? The shepherds brought him and no, mirth and gold. Oh well, the three gold. wise men. Oh, well, well we don't know how did. many wise men there well, were. Well, yeah,
1: we—that's true. That yeah. was the wise men.
3: <laughs> they were wiser than we were. I'm sorry.
1: No, well, that's okay. <laughs> but the shepherds left their flocks and and went to go find out what in the world was going on over there in Bethlehem. So they celebrated, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I have a question. I uh oh. Should, should we? just celebrate Jesus's. should what? should we celebrate Jesus's birthday and death only on Christmas and Easter?
1: No. All
2: right. Every day. That's one thing you see is people attend church and the families come together and start coming to church during the holidays, but mm-hmm. you know we need to be celebrating and thinking about that every day because mm-hmm. if it wasn't and, for the gift, we wouldn't be able to do this. And I have a question.
3: Okay. The ones that only celebrate on Christmas and Easter, are they really Christians? That's between them and God. You
2: can't ask me that question.
3: Yes, it can, because we know that He is people by their fruits. Yeah, but we don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you could go a lot of ways with that. You don't know what they're doing when they're not here. You don't know where they're at in their heart or their journey with God. We don't know. There's a lot of unknown because when you see someone walk to the church that comes to church every Sunday and Wednesday and attends mm-hmm. every class that I do, and Pastor Dave does it, everybody else does. Can, do we know that they're going to heaven and that they're
3: truly no, believers? But if you watch them enough and you hang around with them enough, you'll know their fruits.
2: Yep. You'll, you'll know somebody by their fruits. But uh,
3: all you can do is pray and hope that that's yeah, the only fruit. God can judge. Yep, but judge. he also tells you to look at someone's fruits. If somebody doesn't come to church but on Easter and, and Christmas and they're not in church any other time, that pretty much can tell you they're not celebrating God yeah. because somebody would want to be with like believers. If they're a member of this church and they're not holding this church up, I doubt very seriously that they're of God. We just pray for all those people. Now, if they have a job that takes them away every day of the week, except for on Sunday and Easter, they're always gone. That one I could say has a good excuse for not being here. Mm -hmm. But if they're, in town and they can't come to church you can pretty much tell her fruit yeah. <laughs> i think y'all are going to agree to disagree do you yeah. think that <laughs> i'd make a good lawyer <laughs> <laughs> i made you a know good, that I, I first
2: went to school for it. yeah i started off i started off for kinesiology
3: into that that's what i don't want want to to come up against me would you (laughs) okay Okay. so so what do we got the the thing
1: is is the fact is that again we go back to the reason the attitude and the spirit of christmas the reason for the season that's right i love that okay all right so what about the fact if somebody brings like a kind of like a listener did um, on facebook last week about um all of the that a lot of our traditions come from paganism the, the Yule log, the tree, the special feast, the meals, the mistletoe. What do you well, think thank about goodness that? we can change evil into good. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. And it started out in the past was that the Christians went in. And I, I have to, I don't know, I, I wrestle with this because the Christians went in and they, into the pagan communities, and instead of just going in and saying, OK, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. This is what, the way it has to be. They tried to adapt some of the they compromised. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good word.
3: Well, and if Christians compromised, if Christians went in and said, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. God didn't tell us to come out and judge the sinner. He told us to judge our brothers. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't just go in and say, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, because how much the pagans would listen to us okay so instead we come in and we decided just to turn what they're doing as bad stuff into good stuff and they can follow us if they want to and if they don't want to we can't force them mm-hmm.
2: ravi zacharias says it very very good way he says don't cut somebody's nose off and then give them a rose to smell
3: Oh I love that.
2: I love that he says that and I love oh. the way he says that. So when you go in somewhere and you tell people that they're wrong in several different ways, that just puts up a wall. That's right. So you just show them through love the way that we should be doing things. Mm-hmm. And by that you show somebody their fruits because bad trees don't produce good fruit.
3: Good that's fruit right. don't
2: come from bad trees. So it kind of ties back into your fruit. But that's I love that, you know, and someone else says don't knock someone's knees out from under them. Right. Just don't come right up to them. And because they'll be practicing something of an occult or some sort of uh, world religion, that's not uh, true what scripture says. You can't just walk up to them and say, you're wrong. I'm right. Because in their heart, they've been brought up to think that they're truly right and that they're truly
3: doing what they feel is right. So you have to show them through love and show them the gospel. It's kind of like what we told our client last night, that love is the best answer because the Bible says love is the greatest gift of them all.
1: Well, if you look, if you go back and and look at Christ's ministry, um, because the first thing that popped in my head when y'all were talking was about um, the rich young ruler. Mm -hmm. Christ didn't point out that he was wrong in any of that. He just said, "This is what you need to do, and And it's your choice." And that's
2: when he talked about the camels. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. This is your choice, and you need to make it because. And as far as us as Christians and we witness to people, we have to say that there's a need there. We have to express to them that there's a need. So when we come back, we're going to continue to talk a little bit about the paganism because we're going to talk about the days of the week really quickly there on that one. So we'll be back from the break pretty soon. See you guys.
4: your world, motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Look for Annette and Myrna's book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. The book elucidates the journey of how Annette Smith gained healing from living as a child and other people. The book is available through Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle formats. Anyone who is looking for guidance from God, and feeling that life is hopeless, should read this book, Turning the Curse into a Blessing, a Testimony of God's Healing Power. Find it today. Abba Daddy House Incorporated was founded by Myrna Thatcher and Annette Smith. We provide pro bono counseling for those caught in the insurance gap. We also provide basic needs for those who have great difficulty making it from one month to the next. Donations for expanding our business are always appreciated. Remember Philippians 4, verse 3. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Visit AbadaddyHouse.org.
4: self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Abba Daddy Girls Speak Out. To reach our program today, please call one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to AbbaDaddyHouse7 at gmail.com. Now, back to Myrna and Annette.
1: Well, there was just something I wanted to touch on, that something that I learned in the research is that our days of the week mm-hmm. actually um, – are, is associated with paganism. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you why. When Friday rolls around, we don't think about Freya, the goddess of love, F-R-I-A. We think about Friday. It's the last day of the week for most of us, and we get to have a weekend. So okay. what's that got <clears throat> to do with the paganism? Paganism, because if we're going to do paganism in Christianity, if we're going to say we can't, we can't celebrate Christmas because of it's of the pagan where it comes from the pagan um, symbols and stuff. We, we don't then we'd have to give up Fridays. What would we call them? if it, because Fridays came from a pagan world and Saturday came from Saturn. So and that was a pagan world. And so we'd have to give up a lot of things in our lives that came from from paganism.
2: You want that one or you want me to take that one? You go ahead. Well, it's again, the scripture says don't worship any other God don't don't he's the God actually mentions being a jealous God when he talks Mm -hmm. about that you know so we don't worship anything else we don't worship Friday or that that God that you said that Mm -hmm. goddess of love or Saturn because of that it's just like watching a a good movie or a movie that happens to have Roman um, gods in it you know we watch it for the entertainment and for what it is we're not putting our faith and our trust and our love into these subjects and that is is forbidden in God's word says, don't put any other gods before me. So as long as you do that, and then it's on everybody case to case, um, what weighs on someone's heart, what they should be or shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing. Cause one thing that may be hard for you guys to do that God's mm-hmm. telling you guys that you may be struggling with may not be a problem for me Exactly. and vice versa. Exactly. You know, mine right now is next Netflix uh, binge watching shows. Like I like getting into a series and <clears throat> watching a series you know, and I'm trying to work on that or eating, you know, I, I love eating and being in ministry. There's always cake (laughs) and cookies (laughs) and fudge and you go to people's houses, they give you cake and you can't say no, you know, so, but I'm not worshiping that food, but, but there's just different things in people's life. So if you're worshiping Friday, then you would be doing something Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's wrong. But if you're using Friday, because it's just a marker for the day of the week, you're doing okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And as far as the evergreen tree, because some people will say that is from paganism. Um, it's a symbol of, the, of eternal life that we can turn it around and to. And you know
3: what I think of the evergreen tree? Yes, I do. What do you think? You I love know? them. I love them, but I don't love them so much that I, don't, I love them over God. Right. But I think the evergreen, evergreen tree is great because God created it. Exactly. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Pegasus world. Has to do with God's world and
2: god created everything in the world and my daughter and i had this conversation not too long ago and it's um everything that's going to be invented materials god's already gave us exactly. here on Earth to do it exactly. it's just we haven't had the people to be able to put it together yet. that's right
3: And that's that something yeah and i think god put the evergreen tree in the garden of eden <laughs> okay it could be there it could have been there could have been there <laughs> but, but the the before er- the pagans came along <laughs> the son of
1: <laughs> the evergreen tree is a symbol of eternal life which which is Christ and offers to man via another tree, the cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. The presence under the tree simply um, remind us of God's gift mm-hmm. and our need of that gift. I like that
2: because people reference the cross as the tree. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Yep. Okay. And we can capitalize on Christmas season as a family tradition, like what we've talked about. Okay. And turn the positive stuff, the negative stuff into positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, We can celebrate the way same way we celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Love, Mm -hmm. I love things.
2: God said, Jesus, you know, says. Love thy God with all your mind, and all your heart and all your mm-hmm. strength, you know, and then the second off is love your neighbor as, as right. yourself, mm-hmm. you know. So if you take those two things and mm-hmm. you start applying those. Yeah. And then I don't have the scripture right in front of me, but you go into First Corinthians, when it talks about uh, love is patient, love is kind.
1: First Corinthians 13.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And you take that and you take that word love out of there and you put your name in there. Yeah. Try that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's convicting.
2: <laughs> all right, people at home, <laughs> just take that scripture there and just take the word love. And then. Kind of use it because there's not really a checklist, but if you're not doing that, sometimes there's stuff to look at, you know, and and you'll be able to apply that to your life. So mm-hmm. if you're following those two things that Jesus says, there, you you know, you're on the right track.
1: Okay, and one thing I think we need to hit ooh, before the end of the show, and 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 Williams already mentioned it, is Santa Claus. <gasps> That's my favoriteest word
3: in the book. Santa Claus, <laughs> jolly old fella. Um. <laughs> If everybody would be jolly, it would be the best time of the year. (laughs) So
1: Christmas can involve children in the belief of Santa Claus, a mythical figure. Okay, which people will say you shouldn't have your kids um, believe in Santa Claus because it distracts that from Christ. So how do you handle Jesus and Santa Claus? And I was thinking about that. And I cannot remember. I mean. My oldest is 46 years old. My youngest is 43. And this morning I was thinking, I almost called him and said, how did we do Santa Claus? Because I honestly cannot remember.
3: Well, I graced my kids believing in Santa Claus. I grew up believing in Santa Claus, but my mom had believing in Santa Claus and Jesus too. And I'm not ruined. I've loved Jesus all (laughs) my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. It depends on what fruit you produce. (laughs) I I love Jesus since I was 10 years old. But you know what? I still believe there was a Santa Claus. And my mom said there's a difference between Santa Claus and Jesus. Jesus gave the best gifts, Mm -hmm. but Santa Claus brought gifts, too. And then when I got old enough to believe there wasn't a Santa Claus, she told me Santa Claus was a myth. And when I started believing he was a myth and he wasn't real, I said, but is Jesus real? She goes, Jesus is real. And I knew he was real because he Mm -hmm. started talking to me. That's right. God can God can tell you about himself. He doesn't need no person. When it's time for you to believe in God, God will let you know. Mm -hmm. And there ain't no human being that can ruin him for you because he's the one that draws you to him. Mm -hmm. So believing in Santa Claus isn't going to ruin you for God. Because when God wants you to know about him, he's the one that's going to draw you to him. Santa Claus or not. Okay. There's my opinion. All right. And you got a star of approval on
1: it. All right. What do you think, William?
2: Well, I think she hit it right there. Again, it's all about on the way of the heart, you know, what we do with this Santa Claus and how we apply it. And if we're, if we're taking our cross down and you're putting a Santa Claus up there, Mm -hmm. then you have some things that you need to look at. Mm -hmm. And if you're putting your heart and worshiping him as a God or worship him as materialistic items, that's where the scripture totally forbids that. Nowhere in the scripture does it say that you can't have stuff that you look at, you know? So Uh yesterday I was in the Brian's class. Uh, It's a senior saints class that I, that I, I lead here at the church and we were doing in James, we're wrapping that up. And it talked about, you know, when you're in pain, you see uh, or sickness, you go and see a doctor Mm -hmm. and I mean, see the elders and they pray over Mm -hmm. you when you're happy, you pray. Yeah. Okay. So, and so every time is what you do is what is you pray. And so I think that's just a really good scripture. for me when you're getting into the holiday because right now you're joyful so we pray about that you thank god and people lose focus on that because when things are really sick or hurt or people are going through an injury or something like that they seek god and they draw close and then when things are going good they think they're doing it they're like this is me doing this and they still need to be drawing close to god so i think santa claus it's okay you know if you want your if your kids as long as it's the way that you're handling it, it's not santa claus that we're celebrating here you know, Santa Claus is just this figure that's coming and dropping the presents under the tree or, you know, eating the cookies. I think you're OK. Well, and I got another
3: opinion. Oh, <clears throat> what about these people that never learned about God? Not a day in their life. They grew up knowing Santa Claus. They are criminals. And then all of a sudden God talks to them and they become Christians. Well, I think in the new covenant, uh, God puts um
2: Jesus and him on our hearts. That's why it says, mm-hmm. because you, if you could find tribes out in the middle of nowhere that's never had the scripture, you will find out that they don't want to die. They know that murder is is wrong. There's something wrong there. And that's on the heart. And that's how God in the new covenant has put it on our heart. So you wonder, so they truly understand, but they may have never seen the gospel. When you start looking back in history and you look at different tribes, a lot of them have something that recognized the flood. And that's mm-hmm. just what's really crazy is that just, that just affirms the flood mm-hmm. and that it happened. So, so, but so everybody has it and it's on their heart and it's just our jobs as believers to get that word there though. So that's mm-hmm. the tricky and the neat part about it. The sermon on the Mount tells us to do that. So if you know of somewhere that doesn't have the word or the scripture, you know, it's our job to be able to uh, share that out there or okay. to find some
3: way or to support that. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's also a scripture that says, Nobody comes unto me that and I call them unto me. They don't come unto me. Except through the Father. Except through the, the Father. Son, I mean. yeah. Nobody's going to come to him by themselves. He's going to call them unto mm-hmm. him. There's one so, way to God, and that's
2: through Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. can't
3: be praying to Santa
2: Claus or praying yeah. to uh, a false prophet mm-hmm. in some of these world religions mm-hmm. and think because it clearly says there's one way to God. Well,
1: Santa Claus originated with a man by the name of St. Nicholas, who was the Bishop of Myra in um, Lycia in the area of present-day Turkey. He went about often at night giving gifts to poor and needy children. He later became the patron saint of children in the Roman Catholic Church. From here, the story grew and became legend in country after country with various details that were deleted and added as the legend of St. Nick grew. So that is actually the origin of Santa.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. So knew that. and then it just kind of rolled into other a, different things. It's a things. cute story, and mm-hmm. and why shouldn't kids believe in Santa yeah. Claus? Oh. It no way takes the, it's not a god, and it's no way takes the place of God. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Again, it's how you present it.
3: Mm-hmm. I think Exactly
1: how you present it. Okay. So any last any any more jokes? We don't want
2: to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll read another one. I think okay. that I had here for you guys. Um, Well, I kind of read this on the Facebook Live ones, but I like it. It says, uh, "What is the easiest way to remember your wife's birthday? Is to forget it once." Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, You know. So, why are birthdays good for you? Because people who have the most live the longest. (laughs) You know Uh, why? Why do you call a cat in the desert? What do you call a cat in the desert?
1: Mm -hmm. Sandy
2: claws. Sandy. Oh,
1: Sandy claws. Oh, that's why cute. does santa
2: have three gardens
1: three gardens Mm-hmm.
2: why so he can hoe ho, ho, ho.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's but, a
2: real
3: green but i always
2: like to just throw in there to all the listeners that can reach out to you guys on your email or anything like that any questions mm-hmm. or stuff come up please send to you guys because mm-hmm. i would love to reach out to anybody mm-hmm. and if anybody wants to know more about the gospel or anything like that pick up and read and uh, Luke for the Christmas story, but mm-hmm. I always suggest people start John. John has everything in there. It's a great book to start. Uh, yeah, it's it's the, full of love. It's got the Trinity. Right. The so, Gospel
1: of John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, And then John, John mm-hmm. yes.
2: And then so just reach out. That's the one thing mm-hmm. that I just like to make sure people understand out there. If you have a question, something's going on, go to your local pastor. Mm-hmm. Reach out to us, anything like oh. that. Don't let it fester.
1: And we we need to show... And our, we need to sing happy birthday to do. Jesus. Oh, we do.
2: Y'all yeah, don't want me singing on this. I promise.
1: <clears throat> you don't want to sing? No, we, I said you guys uh, don't want. I'll sing. I love to sing. Here's our birthday cake to Jesus. It's a, it's a circle because circles are infinity. infinity. They go because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, yesterday today, and, and forever. forever. And Amen. so is his love. And so that's our birthday cake for Jesus. And the, our little thingy in the back actually is about happy birthday, to Jesus you can mm-hmm. see it. it's a big present that's the only yeah. one that would fit so who's gonna start you are
3: mm-hmm. oh you're the one with the best are voice you, are you
1: well, i don't know about today are y'all gonna join in i am
3: sure william yeah. i will do it okay. i'll do it you only
1: live once all right happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to jesus
3: happy birthday to jesus, jesus. happy birthday dear jesus, jesus. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, you. to you yay
1: and our microphones didn't break or anything no okay.
3: and, and the thing didn't scramble up no. i was amazed the internet just didn't shut down it, I mean, didn't, it did completely it shut down. i'm amazed now if, if you listen to my wife crack. sing it's different oh yeah you know? I'm, yes. gr- I'm glad the screen didn't crack so yeah.
1: we appreciate you listeners mm-hmm. thank you and, very much God and bless. have a merry christmas and we will be probably speaking with you again next friday okay, okay. so we will be Sounds on the air good. Have a Merry Christmas. And remember, Jesus is the reason.
3: We'll be there the if season. you don't, you'll be square.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you for being here this week. Be sure to join hosts Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher for another edition of Abadaddy Girls Speak Out next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy the upcoming weekend.